Hey y'all, welcome to Not Too Spicy Podcast. I'm your host, Jory. We love to have faith-based conversations around marriage and family over here. So if you are loving the vibe, please make sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel or you're following me on any of the podcast platforms. Liking, commenting, sharing obviously helps as well because it helps push the content out to more folks. Thanks for checking out episode 12 today. We are going to dive right in. We're going to talk about are you turning men off or are you turning your man off? Whether you're dating, you're in a relationship, you're engaged or you're married, are we turning these men off on some of the things that we say and do? Let's find out. I found a TikTok that I kind of wanted to react to as well um, to kind of add to the conversation. So we'll go ahead and roll that TikTok and then go from there. Hey, my ladies out there, there are three ways that you might actually be turning your man off and you could push him to his breaking point. So it's important to be aware of these now. Disclaimer, the reason that these are such an issue is because there are a number of primary love needs that men have. Two of those are trust and appreciation. So these things go against those love needs. So the first one is offering unsolicited advice. Men want to be able to solve their problems on their own. They want you to trust them enough to be able to solve their problems on their own. If he needs advice or help, he will ask you for it. The second one is not acknowledging what he does do for you and complaining about what he doesn't do for you. This one is huge. It makes him feel really unappreciated. And then he's not going to want to keep doing nice things for you. And the third one, and this is something I see so many of my clients doing wrong, and it's super common. When he makes a decision, criticizing, correcting, or trying to change it in some way. When you try to change or criticize his decision-making, it ultimately makes him feel like you don't trust him. Let the man take the lead. There was two things in the video that I wanted to kind of elaborate on in particular. The first one was when she was talking about criticizing what he doesn't do versus thanking him for what he does do. And I think that is huge. I think especially in our society where social media is so prevalent in our lives, some of us might sometimes get jealous of things we might see on social media of other couples and maybe men doing things for their women. And obviously we don't know what they have going on behind closed doors, but at the end of the day, obviously every relationship is different. Every man is different. I mean, we could all agree that no man likes to be nagged at, right? No man wants to come home and you're constantly telling him, you didn't do this for me today. You didn't do that for me today. And if that's especially on a constant basis, eventually they're just going to grow tired and unhappy. And at the end of the day, I would hope that in a relationship, especially a marriage, that you would want both to be happy, right? You want the wife to be happy, but you also want the husband to be just as happy in the marriage. And so, yeah, I think that um, as it can be easy for us women to like nag at our men on the littlest things sometimes of like, why didn't you take the trash out today? Or some of the bigger things like, Ugh, I wish you were more romantic with me kind of a thing. And versus being like, you know what, what does he do for me on a regular basis that I am grateful for? And I know that I could do and why not do a better job at letting him know that he does do great things and does do amazing things for you in the relationship, if that makes sense. So I think praising your man goes such a long way with them because most guys love words of affirmation and they want to make sure that you are noticing their efforts. They want to make sure that you care just as much as they care about you, you know? And so even though what's key to remember when it comes to a marriage, because I think also society forgets about this and that's why some relationships lead to divorce is people get so caught up in themselves and they think selfishly in a marriage 
versus thinking of the other person and putting the other person first. So that's what a marriage is really. What a marriage is, is all about compromise, all about putting someone else before you, becoming more selfless, becoming more patient, becoming more loving. And so I hope that that's something that you would want to continue to work on in yourself. And that's why a marriage is so amazing to be married to someone that will help you grow and challenge yourself in that, in that sense. And so, yeah, I think that going, especially if you're in that engagement stage and you're about to be married, remember to praise your man often. It might to, to you, it might be kind of annoying and weird and uncomfortable, but to them, that might be a huge gesture for them. And they might really appreciate that you told them that they're doing a great job as a husband or as a dad, um, that they're doing a great job providing for the family, even though obviously you would think that those are a given, but of course, who doesn't like to be told from their significant other that they're doing a great job once in a while, you know what I mean? So yeah, I think just being careful with making sure that you're not constantly nagging your man, letting him do be himself for the most part. Um, and even if you do want to tell him like, hey, I would appreciate it if you would take the trash out today at some point, doing something along those lines or and watching for your tone and um, keeping it super lighthearted. You know what I mean? Nobody likes to be nagged at, I would, I would assume. <laughs> One thing I wanted to add to that point that she had talked about in the video is also just remembering to adjust your expectations. I think also too in relationships and what kind of leads to conflict is expecting and assuming things in a relationship and expecting and assuming that they're supposed to be on your hand and foot and massaging you every day and giving you all these hugs and kisses and bringing roses home and chocolates. And that's not obviously going to always be the case for most relationships. So if you just adjust your expectations, then there is really no room for arguments and uh, nagging and complaining and thinking that your relationship sucks because your man doesn't get you flowers every day. Like that's not, you know, and the larger scheme of things is really like, yeah, sure. Maybe he could do a better job of being more romantic in one area, but maybe in another area you realize and you, re you realize like, oh, he will just go and pump my gas and I don't have to say anything or, oh my gosh, he'll, sometimes he comes home and surprises me with, with my favorite chocolates or whatever the case may be. Um, just adjusting your expectations really helps and goes a long way as well in a relationship. Okay. And then the last point that she made in the video was talking about criticizing um, or kind of correcting his decision-making, especially when you get into a marriage. Um, essentially the, especially when you get into a marriage, the husband is the head of the household. So not that that means that you don't ever get a say, you don't have an opinion in the marriage, nothing like that per se. They should be coming to you to help them make the final decision for the family or the household or whatever. But at the end of the day, the husband does have the final say. He is the leader of the household. He's supposed to guide the household closer to Christ at the end of the day. And so um, criticizing and critiquing sometimes decision-making that you might not be okay with, or you might have totally and completely disagreed on. Sometimes you have to let go and let God essentially in that situation. If it's a situation that isn't obviously endangering the family, but if it's a decision that maybe, you know, is slightly maybe outside of your comfort zone, or for example, let's say, let's say, for example, your spouse wants to move and you don't, and you're very, very comfortable where you're at. And your spouse is like, no, I would love to move. And, you know, feels like they can get a better job, um, better, you know, better life in a different state. And you just really don't want to move. 
that's a kind of situation where at the end of the day, like if your husband has talked to Jesus on his own and has come to the conclusion that that would be the best move for the family, then that's one of those kinds of situations I feel like where you would just have to pray and know that he is leading the family in the right direction and let him lead like the way he's supposed to. And so in that kind of a situation, you should be letting your man lead the family to wherever is best for the family. Um, and so in that kind of situation, that makes sense. So yeah, instead of like being all upset or critiquing his decision making, or even just flat out being like, yeah, you, you make horrible decisions, you know, that's obviously not going to feel good when you tell your spouse that. And so just trusting the process, asking God to help guide his decisions as well as a man, as the head of the household will obviously be helpful as well. Prayer truly does work y'all. I'm telling you, um, I'm trying to help y'all out here with these really, with these relationships and having loving marriages at the end of the day, I feel like society, um, just almost, it's like almost abnormal to be in a loving, healthy, long-term marriage. And it's almost like divorce has just always been on the table for a lot of relationships. And of course, divorce is there for, you know, abusive relationships, addictive relationships, but um, some marriages do end due to just uh, communication issues or things that could have been worked out if both parties would put in the effort. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to help y'all, you know, maybe kind of make sure you're taking and looking at yourself internally and seeing what, what kind of things that you can work on in your marriage or your relationship to get to a better space. Um, because I've been there and I've done that and I continue to put the work in every single day to show up for my marriage as best as I can. So hopefully you leave your comments down below. Let me know what are some things that you're working on as well in your relationship and how you felt about some of the things that she talked about in her TikTok. I will of course see y'all in episode 13. Thanks so much for checking out this episode and y'all have a blessed day.